0: Welcome to episode two twenty-seven of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. We're back this week. We didn't have one last week because uh, I was sick and Brendan was jet setting, and
1: I just didn't care.
0: Phil couldn't do it by himself. Yeah. Cody was also sick. That was the thing. Cody and I are both I got sick. very
1: sick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we couldn't leave Phil by himself, but we're back this week. No. So I have to my right Cody Orm. Hey. Hey.
3: Long time no see.
0: Hugging his Gears of War pillow.
3: As is tradition at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And to my left, film Phil. And
1: Phil. Yay.
0: Yay. Who's in a good mood this week? I am. Which is rare. rare. Normally you're in a cynical mood. Yeah.
1: it a go away. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll start off with game news.
3: Okay. I acquired some video game news mm-hmm. from over the week. <laughs> in the last like five minutes.
1: Yeah, Man. Calm down. That I'm enthusiasm. Yeah. This yeah. Together.
3: <laughs> no. Uh. So the big news out of yesterday, because <laughs> this isn't filmed. A day in advance. Um
0: films. Ooh. Now we're getting
3: fancy. <laughs> Sorry, recorded. So it was I was Thursday. Uh WB bought Machinima for over one hundred million dollars. <laughs> Geez, a
0: hundred million? So it really was their like payday, they're like, Oh, yeah. was really They literally piece. took the
3: money they got from Fantastic Beasts and where to find them Look, and they're oh, like,
0: Oh, that's buying Machinima. <laughs> yeah,
3: they're like a teenager on payday, just yeah. like I want
0: those <laughs> shoes and those <laughs> shoes and that watch and WB. Take it from
3: experience, WB. The next few weeks are going to be pretty hard. <laughs> but um,
0: do they have any information about what they're planning to do? They're just going to leave it as is.
3: Uh, I think it's just going to be like their gaming YouTube channel stuff, so they can just get their, they got that their foot already. in that water. Mm-hmm. So expect a lot of like Lego movies or Lego video games and uh, the Batman <laughs> games to uh, yeah. to show up on Machinima a lot now.
0: Oh, and um, the, yeah, all the dimensions of all the Lego stuff. There's enough yeah. of that to make it all oh, new. Yeah, new oh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was kind of cool. I guess. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> moving on, uh, I got some. I uh, got some Nintendo news.
0: Nintendo news. Nintendo's never mm, the news exciting. What are you talking about.
3: Yeah, I mean, especially right now, like they're such a quiet company. Mm-hmm, oh, right? right, yeah. they're
0: not doing anything interesting.
3: <laughs> what are you sh- uh, Super Mario Runner has an official launch date of December fifteenth
0: on only eye products, which I was kind of yep, upset about. It's, yeah.
3: Gonna suck anyway. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be. fine. I mean, it'll be fine. Okay, it's, it's just,
0: it's ten dollars, guys. Yeah. Oh. It's ten dollars. It's a one-time fee. They say so. There's you no know, like microtransaction or anything, wow. but it's still ten dollars. Ten
3: dollars is a uh, lot. The best yeah. runner I've ever played was called Gravity Guy. It was a game that used to be on Newgrounds that they ported to uh, <laughs> smartphones. Yeah. And that's fantastic. <laughs> so there's a there's a high bar for Mario to <laughs> mm-hmm. to reach, and ten dollars. jeez. They keep pushing that it's a one.
0: I mean. I guess it makes sense because when you think about it, a lot of people do end up spending $10 on a game of microtransactions over the course of, yeah. you know, a few yeah, months. Yeah, they're
1: saying it's a one-time only thing that they yes. may actually be releasing a lot like, of different worlds and levels for it. There's three time. modes for it. Yeah. And I've
0: been, you know, I've been guilty of spending money on Candy Crush, so yeah, yeah. maybe $10 bucks is not bad. Depending yeah. on what your play style is like, right?
1: Yeah.
3: So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean,
0: like, are you going to sit for hours and play it on, while you're in transit? Maybe then, maybe the $10 isn't it's nothing to you because then you actually get a lot of the joy. The game out of I it. play
3: on transit is Plague Inc. And uh, I love Plague Inc. Oh, so good. And that's, that's Mario Runner's not going to change that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not great for me because I would, ha- would be getting it from my iPad. Yeah. So I wouldn't be doing that in transit. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. You don't do, you pull just, that out. do you ever
0: just sit on your couch, watch a movie, mm-hmm. and play it on your phone?
1: Sometimes.
0: Like since I'm watching, like, you know, a not-so-great horror movie, i be playing Candy <throat> Crush.
1: Yeah, I do that. I just don't know if it's $10. I mean, like, I'll wait and see. I'll, I'll see what the game's like. If it's super fun, then, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll spend ten, 10 bucks on it. We'll drop or perhaps bucks. get a review copy. We'll see what happens. I, I don't
0: know if we're getting review copies for Mario Runner. <laughs> I Let's know. talk to Nintendo. Yeah, see what we, what we can do. do. will see what they
1: can do. <laughs> um, we
0: would, like, um 10 copies of review <laughs> run of Mario Runner? because. Yeah, we need to make sure that... We need to try and, it on every device. I yes, do think Mario
3: uh, lends itself nice to a runner, though. I would like to see some kind of like Mario Maker app... Uh, that I guess that was my phone. I that apologize was, but for the that. Mar, Like a
0: Mario Maker app. I mean, they have it on 3DS, so maybe they don't feel like bringing it to mobile. Yeah, no,
3: I mean, like something that can connect with uh, the 3DS to give you a little oh. more functionality. I think that would be kind of cool. That's how I want to see Nintendo do their uh, mobile <gasps> strategies, is stuff that can go alongside
0: Maybe you can uh, design your they own they levels in Mario Runner. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be kind of cool. And you could upload them. Fun. I'd be fine. for that. I'd be interested in that. Worth those. a $10 purchase right there. would be worth a $10. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: but anyway, going on to other uh, Nintendo news.
2: Nintendo, you should uh, hire me.
3: NVIDIA mm-hmm. apparently wants a decades-long relationship with Nintendo now. Mm. They're sounding kind of clingy, Nintendo. Get it while you can. Mm-hmm. Stage 5 clinger. Uh, no, that's that's good, though. Uh, N- NVIDIA makes really good, um, like, high-end tech. So mm-hmm. if uh, <laughs> if there's a company that actually wants to work with Nintendo, they should take it and run.
1: Yeah.
0: They need all the help. they Because the,
3: uh, the Switch, I believe, actually has a uh, custom NVIDIA chip inside of it. Uh-huh. So uh, they must really like them. It's a them. good partnership. That's a good sign, yeah. yeah. They're into it. Well, I mean, let's see how the Switch sells, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, it's definitely good things. And uh, the last bit of Nintendo news, uh, Breath of the Wild will not be launching alongside the Switch. It got delayed again.
0: Yeah, so what is going to be launching with the Switch at this point?
3: I believe the rumors right now are um, the Uh-oh. Switch version of Splatoon. Okay. And uh, a Mario a- game. And a Mario game. Uh, I think Splatoon's going to be packed in. Yeah. Really? Which it should be. Like, yeah. let's be honest here. Like, you're getting a Wii U game with it. Yeah. Splatoon uh, is a game fun is game. Though. Oh, it is. Yeah, totally. It did yeah. really it's great. Really well. yeah. And I like the idea that you'll be able to play, like, on the go with yep. it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. But, uh,. Yeah, so I I don't know what else is gonna be out at that time. Maybe uh, it would make sense if Skyrim comes out around the same time. I mean, surely yeah. there'll
1: um, be a couple things. And, and yeah, and I
3: mean, like some weird Ubisoft launch title, like they usually do. That's that's kind of tradition. I mean, I can't pretend
1: Raymond. that I'm not most excited for Mario anyway. So yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the most important thing. The a Long new 3D that.
3: Mario yeah. that won't be that god
1: awful. Uh, yeah. yeah. 3D series. Uh, yeah, it was so much fun. The 3D yeah. and the 3D game for the 3DS specifically was fantastic. Oh yeah, no, that one's great because it like worked well for it. He called it the whole world-er. series. That's what, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Take kindly to that. I'm sorry, I was just, I got angry. <clears No. laughs> did you play it with multiple people? Yes, you, it was, was a lot. It was a lot better with
3: multiple people. I'm not gonna lie, and there were some levels that were great. Yeah. Overall, as a presentation, it didn't lend itself well to home consoles. It was a little too disconnected, wasn't. Especially coming off of the Galaxy series. Which yeah, I so mean, it wasn't as good as American Galaxy games. I won't forget <laughs> for right. a second
1: that it was. But, I I thought it was super fun. Like
0: Super fun for Super yeah, Mario. Yeah, I can't
1: think of another platform game on the Wii U that I enjoyed as much um, Donkey Kong? Rayman? Mm, Rayman Donkey Kong. But Rayman, I'd already played. That was just a.
0: Just a revisit? Yeah,
1: that was just a revisit. Yeah. Donkey well, Kong was a lot of fun. Donkey Kong, Kong was, was, good. Really good. Yeah. Donkey um, was really good. Donkey Kong was really good. But it's a completely it's different,
0: different style than... Yeah, and I wouldn't
1: know if I game. necessarily found it better. Like, I definitely got angrier while playing Donkey <laughs> yes. Kong, but that's, like, part of the Donkey Kong thing. <laughs> Experience? Yeah.
3: I can't think of many Stupid games on the Wii U, to be honest <laughs> with you. I know, it was uh, It was bad. Was I, did bad. A,
1: um, I did a
3: feature for the... goodbye to the Wii U. Or for the buyer's guide for the magazine. Right. About um, if you're getting a Wii U now, um, there's some games you should get. And it was all really obvious. Like, I didn't even have to think because. Mario <laughs> Kart. Like, mm, uh, actually, Donkey Mario Kart Kong? did not make the list because oh. I had a certain word count to do. Right. I got. Um, Donkey Kong didn't make the list either. Donkey
0: Kong's well, a really good game. What did you put on it? I put. Pikmin?
1: Um, no, one second. I'll pull it
0: up. Cody doesn't even know what he put on the list.
1: Yeah, these don't yeah. sound great. I mean, all oh. the games you can think of. Uh,
3: Bayonetta made
1: the oh, yeah, that was fun. list. I'm not going to say where. Yeah. Um,
0: Wait, are these a ranking list?
3: No, I said in no particular order, okay. but I, I made it very clear that Bayonetta would, if there was a order, <laughs> be the mm-hmm. first. Um, no, that was way too fun.
0: Xenoblade, perhaps?
3: Xenoblade Chronicles I put on there. Um, Over
1: Donkey Kong? Come on.
0: He probably didn't even remember Donkey Kong existed. Come on.
1: That's called stock. Uh, I got the syndrome. two Legend of Zelda right.
3: games.
0: That's um, why it's a Legend of oh, Zelda. There games. were
1: two Zelda. Yeah. Games. I put the two Zelda oh. games under. I put the two
3: Zelda games under one. Uh, well,
0: don't thing do off. it all way. Like, we want
3: people to buy. Yeah. There, yeah. there's a bunch of them on there though, and it's pretty obvious. It's like and I didn't Donkey have to. Think so far, I haven't heard
1: one other than Bayonetta that was better than Donkey Kong or, quite frankly, Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, all great. of them are better than Super Mario 3D World. Oh, actually. That actually. game's all. a lot of fun. Okay, yeah. Donkey Kong is an honorable mention
3: that I didn't honor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they would be here, here only folks Xenoblade's great
1: if you like naps for sure
3: <laughs> he I doesn't put, like a
0: good nap I put
3: Xenoblade Chronicles in there because uh, you need some variety in your list it can't all be the Mario show
1: you didn't put any Mario in though Smash Bros that's mm-hmm. no, barely Mario and I'm not, not gonna keep do. listing things because <laughs> it's a very short list I all only right, had like
3: 1200 words to work with dude right. fair enough <laughs> like, fair enough um, anyway uh, moving on from Nintendo um this week was the week of the Canadian Video Game Awards. Yes, yeah, so and oh, you right. were in attendance um, I was in attendance. I was a judge, and I was in attendance. Um, judge during executioner?
0: Did you go up to people that didn't win and just smack them?
3: <laughs> no, it was actually kind of fun. No, um no. So uh, NHL won for best audio, and it just so happened that beforehand I would, like started talking hockey with one of the EA people. So we ended up sitting down beside each other so that we could keep talking about hockey. And um, they brought... When he when they won the the award, he actually brought it down next to me, so I got to like sit with the the, the CVA award. and like I got to hold it and stuff. It's heavy. Cody it's got some weight very, to it.
0: Very honored. And then he took a picture of it with some weird guy in the background, just like doing <laughs> stuff just, on his yeah. phone. I'm just like, I don't know who this guy is. I'm more focused well, it's on the secret, dude, than right? the, yeah. it's, it's a
3: complete glass trophy, like, right? So I took a picture of the trophy and threw the glass. You can see the person sitting across the table. It's very <laughs> distracting. Um, but yeah, uh, but. Um, so obviously there were some issues, uh, but first let's give a,
0: give a little wrap up.
3: Uh, Edios Montreal. Eidos Montreal. Idos. Sorry, I. Idos. It's a very. You also very can't spell long, it, by the way. Hmm. Yeah, I can't spell. Probably.
0: I had to keep going in and fixing um, it.
3: Idos Montreal. I know that it's pronounced Eidos. Eidos. I am very tired. It's E I. Yeah, I know.
0: Because last name is Edios, according to you. They walked
3: away with the most awards, with like for for, Ex. They won. I think it was like three or four of them.
0: You sound so. Though. You have to be excited, Cody. Five,
3: five of them. Yeah. five. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was very obvious. Like, come on, Cody. In all of on. my situations, Yay. I was voting for it was like these three indie titles. <laughs> and Deus Ex, yeah. like, okay. I wonder what everyone's going to vote for. Yeah. Um, Lucky Shinmu wasn't on the list. Surprising, yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, though, um, Alone with You actually didn't take any home, which uh, mm-hmm. it was it was very surprising. Everyone thought that that was going to get something, mm-hmm. but uh, it was not without uh, some controversy. So let's start with uh, Adam Jensen's voice actor Elias tofexis uh, who is also the host. Of the Video Game Awards, also Hmm. won Best Performance. Interesting. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. Well, he had to go and like take it from the person that announced it. But he had to like he was on the stage and then was like, I don't know what to do. I talked to him after, and like it wasn't intended. He was like, We should have really thought about that before. (laughs) Bizarre. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was fun. And then uh, for the Game of the Year, um, they only announced seven, or no, they didn't announce seven of the nominees. Only announcing four of them. Yeah so uh the we don't like the the, other seven just these guys one of the uh the fine developers at IDOS montreal actually congratulated them during his speech so
2: her her speech
3: speech? wow it was a him that picked it up though i'm pretty sure it was a him
0: (laughs) brendan's telling cody off like her speech and then i think it was a him and then brendan's like "Mm." i'm pretty
3: sure it was a he that said it i could be wrong i don't like, they
0: they congratulated. Yeah,
3: it's a team speech anyway, so yes. they they congratulated everyone. Uh so a lot of people were pretty upset about that. But they
0: didn't get mentioned? Yeah,
3: that's fine. Yeah, well I mean like they made it to game of the year and didn't get any
0: Getting recognition.
3: Um I wanna can can I like call out a couple not call them out, but like congratulate a couple that you can didn't congratulate make... there's
0: a huge difference between call out and no, no, congratulate. No, no
3: like there's one that uh, didn't Actually, make it into any of the categories, even though I uh, I, I voted for. All right, Cody, who was it? Um, the game is called Bomboras Forever. Bombora?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yes, the um, the, the it's a
3: phone game, like a mobile game.
0: The one with the Mex-
2: the uh, the hat, the Mexican hat. No, it? it's was? like Sombrero, a That's what it's called.
3: No, it's a, um, it's like a fighting. Isn't like, that jet the one
0: game. with the the logo? What am I thinking
3: of? I have no idea what you're thinking of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but maybe. it is uh, developed by, I'm just looking it up right now, I cannot find them now. Uh, great
1: radio. Yeah, good reporting. Good reporting. Well, I
3: didn't think about doing it until just now, <laughs> uh, but I voted for uh, pretty much every category that I was in, cool. and it didn't... Um, didn't win a single thing? Yeah. So I'm pretty upset, uh, so I want to say anyone who uh, is looking for something good to play, uh, Pombors Forever is uh, definitely worth a look. Cool. All right. That was all my game news.
0: That's all your game news. Thank you, Cody. Phil's got right. his phone out. That means it's time for movie news. Movie news. The, oh, it's, the
3: one segment I I, br- I got it. Oh, okay. It's right. uh, it it. actually okay. a person, Jeffrey Taniguchi.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Thank you, Jeffrey Taniguchi. Yes. Honorable mention.
1: Excellent. Uh, yep. It's time for movie news. The one segment I do that people participating in the podcast with me actually pay attention to. And all you right. wonder
0: why people weren't worried
1: Pac-Man to up. host this thing, Cody Cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Jeepers. <laughs> Pac-Man would have had that together. Um, all right. So first up, this is exciting. And Cody, I'm sure you'll be excited about this what as well. It? Uh, Jackie Chan got an Oscar this week. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> It mean, was like yeah, was an honorable his life, Oscar. His lifetime achievement yeah. Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> at the governor's Ball. Everyone I keeps talking Chan. about...
3: Uh, Leo not getting his. Well, he finally mm-hmm. got his. Uh, Jack Chan has been doing movies for almost like fifty years. Mm-hmm. Never got 50, anything. Fifty six. Wow. Yeah. Over fifty years and never got one. Now, mind you, Jackie
1: Chan's performances aren't really Oscar worthy. Yeah, yeah, they're actor, not
3: exactly yeah. Oscar worthy. But, I but. mean, dude puts his body on the line. He's a legend, yeah. and, and the God stuff,
1: God. and some of the stuff he's done for film is unbelievable. Oh yeah, the fact that like, he should have died many times over. <laughs> he was paralyzed, came back, did more stuff. Seriously. Wow. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he broke his neck jumping into a tree. Um Jumping
0: into a tree?
1: Yeah, into a tree. Um he fell. Um and then yeah, there was one movie where he like you know in cartoons like Aladdin, when they're in like a Middle Eastern city, they'll do that thing where someone will fall through like three canopies off a roof yes. and land on the ground. So he did that in a movie, like actually did it. And he did it once and because he was a director, he was like wasn't right and did it again afterwards. So that guy's crazy and I'm so glad. Um he's kind of a genius. And yes, Cody, his acting skills are not (laughs) his finest suit. But he is incredibly charming and funny and talented. And it's nice that he got one. Yeah. Yeah, he was saying, and I watched his speech. It was adorable. He was saying that he... Saw an Oscar at Sylvester Stallone's house, which Stallone hasn't won an Oscar, so I don't know why he has an Oscar at his house. But he probably just <laughs> bought it from a pawn <laughs> shop. neither here nor there. I guess like, they, like, he somehow got one of the ones for Best Picture for Rocky, but he shouldn't have because that's like the producer. But anyways. He um, probably just beat someone up until the game. Yeah, did I don't know, know. Wrote, directed, and starred in Rocky, so I wouldn't be surprised. No, if. he didn't direct the first Rocky. He did write and star in it, though. Oh, okay. And he was nominated for both those but didn't win either of them. But Rocky did win Best Picture, Best Director. So they must have given him one.
0: Must have given him Best Picture.
1: <clears throat> but I don't... <clears throat> they shouldn't have, though, because that's not how that works. But anyway... I mean, you um, can't stop
0: people from doing what they want with their Oscars.
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah. So they probably I'm, pawned
0: them down there. Yeah, I
1: suppose someone gave it to him. But anyway, it said Jackie Chan saw it in his, in his uh, mansion. was determined to get one ever since. And it took uh, 40 years, but he did it. Well, so good, good for job, him. Jackie Chan. Um, yeah,
0: you can die a happy man. <clears throat> yeah. I also
1: like
3: to think that Jackie Chan and... Uh, Sylvester Stallone hang out.
1: Apparently,
2: yeah. Apparently, it's they did. Yeah. Probably go to ramen <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to direct now. Interestingly, uh, he's going to direct a TV pilot called The Singularity, uh, about which is known nothing, but one can assume that it's about the Singularity. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I do. His father was an amazing filmmaker, Robert maybe, Downey Sr. Maybe he so picked up some of those. It's entirely kids. possible. He's a talented dude. He seems to know what he's doing. Um. So, unless he's on drugs, we'll see. Yeah, which I don't think he is anymore. No. Um, but uh, he, I mean, you know, he's clearly starting soft with a TV pilot because that's something that could never possibly never even be seen if yeah. it's not picked up. So, but it's interesting that he's going that way. So, yeah, we'll see what it's happens. Better than there.
0: jumping in a big blockbuster level and then failing epically. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And the fact that it's called the Singularity does suggest that it will be of high scale, though. Although they may just be screwing with us on that. All right, next up, uh, Steve Carell is currently in negotiations to star in the Minecraft movie. They're making a Yay. Minecraft movie? Of course they are. Why wouldn't Jesus,
3: they? it doesn't have a story. Well, wait, no, there's a story mode out now. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm. Well, I'm more curious. Is he going to gonna see- play Steve? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, I'm more curious to see like what, like, because there's no way people are going to sit, even like children are going to sit through. 90 minutes of that animation like are they gonna update it what are they gonna do i don't
3: think thought. i think you're you're underestimating how many people sit through that amount of
1: time of that animation oh, they love it but they're like participating with it that's you're true not like playing the game minecraft. people
0: watch that stuff on youtube though
3: i think they have to do it like that though because that's and what minecraft is and
1: sit down? i, I think
0: it'll be it'll do okay with teenagers
1: i don't know i'm curious to see what'll happen their with their
0: brains it. are mush anyway
1: it's cruel now um, um, They're
0: making an emoji movie
1: It's true, that's really embarrassing too <laughs> But yeah, Minecraft It's coming, Steve Carell, get excited Cody, get hype. you get excited first uh, um, Cody, lead the excitement I'm statements. not
3: really into Minecraft I played it once at a friend's house and his girlfriend told us to stop playing because it was, like, two hours later, and I didn't put it down. And All I right. was like, I ain't got time for crack games, and I stopped playing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, fair my, enough.
0: My little brother tried to get me to play on his phone once, and I was just so confused. Yeah. That's
3: it, that's the thing. It just drops you and is like, figure it out. Like,
0: echo like, the what, what, yeah. is <laughs> what is this? What is this? Yeah,
1: half? I haven't tried it. I'm sure it's good. It must be, but, uh, you Well, know. do you like Legos? Yeah, I love Lego. It's like, how
0: do they describe it? It makes a couple years, Legos with... A mouse in the box that bites your fingers every time you try and build something? Something like
1: that, yeah. I would recommend, if you're going to get into that kind of game, play Dragon Quest Builders. It's uh, better, more streamlined, and you understand what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not in a big rush to try (laughs) Minecraft. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just trying to be nice because everyone said horrible things about Minecraft just now. All right. Next up. So Uh, you're just playing devil's advocate? A little bit. Um, I knew it would piss you guys off, and it worked. So uh, next up, that uh, Ben Affleck movie, The Accountant. Uh, did well.
0: Oh, we going to be getting TV series? No.
1: Oh. Uh, but the director of it, Gavin O'Connor, who also made the um, movie Warrior a few years ago with Tom Hardy, or is it like a MMA fighter?
3: Oh, I remember that one. There you yeah.
1: go. Um, so he's got a couple hits under his belt now, so he's decided he wants to make a Green Hornet movie. Oh. And he promises that it will be a dark and gritty version of the Green Hornet. To be Hornet fair, that corpuses on. They're being outlaws beyond the law.
0: I don't think it could get any worse. not that what no is? No, I think 100%
1: could. 100, <laughs> I, I know. I screwed that I up, thought but. the uh, <laughs> the last Green Hornet movie no. was...
0: Bad. Bad Cody. All right. <laughs> I'll just stop are that y- thought. Are you, do you know anything about the Green Hornet, though? Are you a fan of his?
3: Not really. No. I know it's like a radio show. And that's uh, TV, a show. TV show. TV yeah. show.
0: But alongside 66 Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean... No, that movie was Bruce horrible. Bruce Lee played Kato. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow, really? It was his first American role, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah, now we're so interested in Brit Reed. I didn't know. Well, no, yeah, 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 I didn't
3: hate the movie. The movie
0: was No, 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 I.
1: I thought it was, it was, like, it was like not good. It was fine. It was fun. It was, like like it like me, it was like mediocre. It had good that's bits. That's not
0: what Brit Reed is like. What? Like the Green Hornet, that's not his personality. He's not some no. Over, they changed it. They sure. completely
1: changed it. Yeah, because they needed Seth Rogen to be in it. Yeah, I, I know was, that
0: was that was their first mistake, <laughs> letting Seth Rogen do it. I liked it, and
1: because like, I, I mean, you're the first person I've ever met that like likes and appreciates the Green Hornet mythology. I guess you and I Gavin do. O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like the Green Hornet. Do you?
0: It was I when I was little, I used to love watching the Big Green fan Hornet of TV yeah. show.
1: Mm. Right on, that's cool. Mm. I mostly I don't think I have ever watched the. TV show. I've watched obviously the crossover episode with Batman, of course, um, which is great. But I don't think I watched an actual episode of the TV show. Was it on YTV?
0: No, I don't remember how I used to watch it. Okay. it was on YTV though.
1: Must have been somewhere, right? There was no internet then.
0: No, yeah, well, obviously it was somewhere. And then uh, they did reruns again when I was in my like teenage years on yeah. Space at Midnight.
1: Oh, uh, I do remember them playing Green Hornet on yeah. Space now that you say it. Um, so anyway, you may get the great, dark and gritty Green Hornet movie of your dreams very soon. That
0: would be nice. <clears> Just at least not see Britt Reed be a Playboard idiot would be nice. I
1: don't trust it. I don't trust it one bit. Um, but anyway, there you go. Uh, next up. Uh, oh, Westworld got renewed for season two, which I'm very excited about. I
0: haven't actually checked out Westworld yet. Oh, you should yet. be
1: watching Westworld, Mel. You would love Westworld. I heard there's Westworld.
0: robots with lipstick.
1: Yeah, a little more dirty than that, but you're on the right tr- path. Um dirty? Oh yeah.
0: Okay, I don't like the wild, I don't like westerns, will I still
1: enjoy Westworld? Oh. Um well, I mean it's science fiction. Like it's That's, that's with, why I was kind of interested, robots. but
0: I don't like western settings generally except a Million with Dies West Only Western I could think But I enjoyed
1: Okay well I mean Then if you can watch Because like it's not Really a Western okay. It's like set in a theme park That is a Western People are pretending That it's a Western okay. town, But the story is not Because I've only seen pictures it's not about like Cowboys and Indians Okay good Because I've only seen um, pictures And I've seen like yeah. Very
0: one-sided robot things And very one-sided yeah. Western things I feel things. like they're all, Very confused I feel
1: like there are Definitely a bunch of Westerns you would like but you just haven't seen them, maybe. Um, and so you're writing off an entire genre.
0: I've seen a lot of them. I just don't. I don't. They don't resonate with me.
1: Some people just don't like stuff. No, no, no I get what you're saying. No, like
0: westerns. I just I find it like hard to believe. Westerns. I just find
1: it hard to believe. I'm certain they're like westerns. I don't you like. Like, you like gangster don't like, movies. You don't like Blazing Saddles? Blazing Saddles. I actually haven't so seen Blazing Saddles. Oh, I've heard we'll nothing see, but there good
0: there things. Go. Okay, western comedies. Maybe I can get it. You don't right like
1: gangster movies? I don't know. You don't like Snatch?
0: I wouldn't call it a gangster movie. Of course, it's a gangster movie. It's a. I'm thinking gangsters. more of like, um, mob stuff, so like the good Godfather. Fella- like good no, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, Godfather, Sopranos, like good anything like that. I don't like. Sopranos.
1: How do you like not Goodfellas? I just don't. It's so entertaining. I really don't like movie. that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, fair enough. Um, Jeez. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't make sense. Have you seen Goodfellas?
0: Yes, and I fell asleep. <laughs> I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't get it. Just I like I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I tried watching the Sopranos. I don't like it. It really Doesn't mean good. it's bad. It's just I don't
1: like it. Fair enough. I just I don't know how anyone cannot like Goodfellas, but that's fine. We'll 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 find a way to move on. All right. Next up, Um I don't know how I feel about this. Uh Max Landis is going to write a remake of An American Werewolf in London, which his dad wrote and directed. Um, yeah, I just don't know how I feel um, about that. I,
2: Max I think it's, Landis.
1: Yeah, he's he hit miss. I like What's what he stuff. done? He wrote Chronicle.
0: Oh, okay, Chronicle is pretty decent. And he did. I don't like-
1: um, that movie with Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart—it was like a stoner action movie that I wasn't hate great. Jesse Eisenberg, and American did, Ultra. Uh, yes, American Ultra. Yeah. And he, he did, did Mister Right, one didn't he? Uh, which is great. Sci-fi one. Yeah, it's possible. One second. Um, you sure you're not thinking of Chronicle? Maybe. Yeah. One second. I'm going to IMDBM. I think you're probably thinking of Chronicle. But let me know if there's a sci fi one. I'm forgetting. And you did you say
0: IMDBM? And he
1: did that. I said I'm going to IMDb. And he did that, he said, I'm yeah. he did oh, that okay. Dr. Frankenstein movie. which was horrible. I haven't
0: watched that either.
1: Uh, yeah, it's horrible.
0: American Ultra and uh, Dr. Frankenstein. No, no, no. It's Victor Frankenstein. Victor Frankenstein. That's Those are right. both on Netflix right now. And I'm, they're don't in watch, my list. Don't but watch Victor Frankenstein. No, terrible. it's really bad. It's terrible. Is, it, is it as bad as I Frankenstein? Because I actually stopped. And Phil, you probably know this better than anybody. I don't usually stop watching movies uh, if I don't like it. I actually turned off I, Frankenstein. No, I'm just
1: actually like. Taking my time to decide if it's worse than I Frankenstein. I probably so not. Bad. I Frankenstein was really bad. Yeah,
3: maybe I was so thinking about Chronicle.
1: I think you probably were. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and Mr. Right, which is really good, really good. Evans Very right. charming action comedy with uh, Sam Rockwell and wow. Anna Kendrick, which is fantastic. So. It's great. You'd probably like it a lot, Mel. I'll check it out. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, he's. Writing a remake of American World of London. I don't think anyone should do a remake of American World of London. I think it's a perfect movie, and no one should touch it. Yeah, I but agree. they will. Like perfect. That's how it works. <laughs> I th- I do think like there's something kind of interesting about the fact that Max Landis is doing it, given that like it's his
0: fa- like a family father's
1: thing? movie, and they're close and so forth. But
3: yeah, I mean, like if his father is like cool with it, then
1: yeah. I don't know. I have be... very conflicted of feelings about it because I have very conflicted feelings about Max Landis. He's done a few things where, like, I can't deny he's un- he's not talented, but he's also like one of the more annoying humans. <laughs> so it's a tough one. It's he a did tough that one. Uh,
3: YouTube thing. The
1: wrestling isn't wrestling. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I did. That I didn't love. I did like his. Uh, he did that like death and return of Superman. Yeah, he did that too. That yeah, was really funny. Um, so anyway, maybe it'll be good, but I just.
2: <laughs>
0: you, just, um, you don't know where to stand on it. I
1: don't have a good feeling about it. I really don't. I don't think you should touch that one. I just watched that one again uh, around Halloween. And is your gut usually like I said, right, it's Perfect? Phil? Not always. Um, it normally is about Max Landis, though. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I can normally pinpoint which ones will be good and bad before I see them. Anyway, uh, this is one I'm kind of I'm very amused about. Uh, Joe Dante, Interrupted Gremlins and the Burbs. Okay. He uh, started with Roger Corman as an infamous exploitation filmmaker, make movies very cheaply, hired a lot of people, gave a lot of people their first job. Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Joe dante has been wanting to make a biopic about uh, Roger Corman forever. It's specifically about uh, Roger Corman uh, made a series of movies about LSD in the 70s in the late 60s late 60s early 70s when it was very popular with Peter Fonda and Jack Nicholson and uh Dennis Hopper and then he infamously before directing his the first one uh like as a like 45 year old man who grew up in like square 50s America uh, did acid as supervised by Dennis Hopper and Jack Nicholson (laughs) and that's what uh Joe Dante's movie about Roger Corman will be about that's kind of cool so he's been talking about it for years I've always been very excited about it and it's been announced that he will finally get to shoot it next year and I could not be more excited
0: yeah at least you are excited for something
1: I am finally right right and at long last is another thing I'm excited about Miyazaki yeah he was making a CGI short for a Museum and he said he's enjoyed it so much he wants to turn it into a feature so out of retirement. We, may get get one, we will get one more Miyazaki movie which is so exciting
2: It
1: is. But then I thought we never get one again and the Studio Ghibli movies without him, let's face it, not as good.
0: I haven't, I haven't seen any. What have, where, what have they done pretty post Pretty dull.
1: Um, like I can't even think of the names of them. That's how unforgettable they are. Like, I'll go on, and I'll be like, that was really pretty. And then the next day I'll be like, what was that about? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm very, very excited that he will be making one more feature. Yay. Yay. I
0: like Spirited Away. I know.
1: That's Who one of my favorite them? movies. Everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. People genius. who don't like,
0: even people who don't like anime, I'm like, come on, just, just, just know, trust yeah. me, just yeah. watch this one movie. Spirited yeah. yeah. like, yeah, oh, Away is pretty good. Uh,
3: yeah, I, I showed my parents Spirited Away, yeah. and they liked it. Yeah. yeah, and my parents hated when I went through my Your anime, anime phase. phase. You
0: had yeah. an anime phase? Oh yeah. Would you watch Dragon Ball?
3: Uh, a lot of Dragon Ball Z, but like mostly like you're gonna hate me. Inuyasha. I'm say Ninja Scroll. Uh, Naruto. Keep watching Ninja Scroll. Bleach. Oh, I hate Ninja Scroll. Uh, not Ninja Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> um. uh, Witch Hunter Robin, uh, Trygun's
0: good. Trigun's good.
2: So we'd hate you because you watch Inuyasha.
3: Yeah, well, because we've had this conversation before when I was like, "Oh yeah, you'd love Inuyasha," and you guys are like, "Really?" And then you have to like do the timeline in your head of how old I am. You're like, "Well, no, (laughs) you know what? It makes sense." So yeah, Cody watched Inuyasha. Okay, that makes sense. Like I still like anime. Like I've gone back into it since, and like I watch it occasionally, but not as hardcore as I used to be. Yeah,
1: fair enough. Well, I mean, the Miyazaki stuff, like. I mean, obviously, you have to call it anime because it has the same, like, signature Japanese style. art style. But pretty well, that's it. Yeah, no, it's like, mostly. The storytelling like style that he does, the visuals. Japanese Disney almost. Very different. Japanese yeah, Disney. it is.
3: That's how I described uh, Studio Ghibli to my parents. Japanese it is, It's yeah. like Japanese Disney.
1: Yeah. And
3: not mm-hmm.
0: as sad as. Ow. Of the Firefly. Oh, my God. I can't even think about that movie.
3: I
1: just. Mm-hmm. So sorry
3: good. about that noise. I just punched the microphone by accident. All good. All right, and that's it. That was the last news star. Thank
0: done. you, oh. Phil. What are you?
3: This time
2: to
0: all right, comic bento.
3: Yeah, thanks, comic bento. Bento. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do I have a fixin'. I have well, a fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMag in all caps, and you can get five dollars off a comic bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes, five. Bu- do five bucks. Five bucks. Five hey guys, bucks. can I bucks get bucks in on this action? Oh, yes, yeah. you can. Whoa! You know what you have to do. Go what to ComicBento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa. Whoa! Comic Bento. Get it now. And we're back.
0: Yay. Yay. Thanks, Comic Bento. Go and get your Comic Bento today. There's a new and Comic if, Bento coming out. If you want to watch a really awkward Comic <laughs> Bento unboxing video, please check <laughs> out oh, Cody's be latest. More. There it's will It's so more. good. Uh, mm-hmm. But
3: there's a new Comic <laughs> Bento coming out, and it's, um, where is it? We saw it? Where is it?
0: Wow, Cody's really not prepared for these things. I don't know if yeah. I should hand over the hosting reins. Because he, uh, he's just not
3: prepared. Well, yeah. I wasn't expecting to do this, but uh, <laughs> it just came in. That's why I forgot about it. Right. Yes. Anyway, this new one, uh, it's themed, remember the Titans. So it comes with like the Hulk, uh, Warlord of Mars, uh, Thrud the Barbarian. And
0: Thrud? Like, that guy is bad.
3: Mm. Cow... K, K Max, and there's another one that's too thin to read, it's still in the plastic. So mm. wait wait for our unboxing video to find out what that one is. Anyway, next week how exciting.
0: Next week. So Phil,
1: Nails.
0: you got to see a movie this week. I but did. before you talk <coughs> about that, uh oh I watched Origin of Evil.
1: Oh Ouija. Yeah, Ouija yeah. Origin of Evil. Yeah, yeah. It's great, huh? It was great. You yeah. were
0: you were very right about this one. I told you. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And now I actually do. I know you didn't like the first one, and I know yeah. you wanted me to be here because I'm one yeah, of the only yeah, people yeah. you know that didn't mind the first one. Yeah, yeah. But I actually do intend to watch the first one again now, watching. I think having that prequel might actually improve the first one because you feel know about like that. watching the story tied together. I
1: don't know. I feel like everything that was good about the first one they did better in the second
2: one.
1: And like that was the focus of the second one because it was basically the only thing that was decent about the first one was there was a kind of cool idea behind the haunting of the Ouija board. Yeah, and now you know why. And that's what they made the whole thing out of.
0: And I think, well, the thing is I kind of glad I forgot the story of the first one before I watched this one because then you kind of know what happens. Well, they changed it quite a bit too. They did make it a little different. I
1: mean, because you barely got to hear the backstory in the first Ouija. It was just kind of like Yes, and it no. was just like a plot twist. Yeah, I was much. gonna say it was the twist yeah. about that stuff. They didn't really get into the details. No, um, but yeah, no, I thought Ouija: uh, Origin of Evil is actually fantastic. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that they got rid of Ouija too. I think they wanted to like they didn't like, want to link it necessarily. No, 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 no. This is a different one. This is a good one. You'll like this one. We promise. Yeah, trust um, us. It's done very well, which is really exciting because Mike Flanagan who made it, who also made Oculus and uh, Hush, um, super talented dude. Yeah, and uh, I'm so excited to see. Uh, and now that he has a hit under his belt, he might be able to get to make something on a larger scale that isn't a sequel to a movie I hate. i like and to NBA see what he okay does next. Yeah. Hush
0: and Oculus are pretty good, too.
1: He's a talented guy. Yeah. Really talented writer, director, editor. But I, did.
0: we watched that, and mm. I watched uh, Doctor Strange, which I know you saw as well. Which
1: is fantastic. But you saw it in 4D, which I hear is horrible. Yeah, okay,
0: so I'll talk about the 4D. So the yeah. 4D is the motion motion seats and environmental effects. So like you get puffs of air, and your seat. Moves around mm-hmm. and you get kicked in the back of the seat when he's getting punched and stuff. How like that. How much
1: does it move? Does it move like a simulator ride or is it just? Yeah, like it's a like a, bit of a no, shaky, no. It's shaky. a no.
0: It's a simulator ride. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's the same seats. It's yeah. a simulator ride. Okay. So like those things are fun for about 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just yeah. Strange, what? Two hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours. And there's like
1: long dialogue scenes where. Like,
0: which is fine because then yeah. you're like, oh, you feel like you're in a normal movie when yeah, you're in a yeah, long yeah. dialogue scene, and, and then, then he into gets into you know a fight, and you're just like shaking all around. You can't drink. Why there's a fight scene happening? You can barely eat. The guy in our row kicked over his popcorn because like the
1: motion seats are that. Does the motion even actually sync up to anything that's happening?
0: Well, the thing is, they can only wiggle you back, like move you around, and it it doesn't really work for fight scenes. Like you're just you're just moving. Yeah. So I guess if he goes right, they try and make you go right, but it's still like basically they're just shaking you around while he's in a fight. And the
1: snow and everything, I didn't add anything to it for you.
0: This ice melt stuff, but I don't think everybody did, because they do have scent effects as well.
1: Yeah, they have, like, sulfur and stuff.
0: I didn't smell anything bad. Yeah. That was, like, that was the weird thing. I didn't smell anything bad. But they also hit, like, part of it is it feels like your seat is being kicked. That's one of the motion things. It's like, who wants to pay to have their seat kicked?
1: I know. It's ridiculous. So,
0: like, when he gets punched, all of a sudden you get a...
1: Yeah, a little tap on the back.
0: Yeah, you get a tap on the back. So it's like, oh, he got punched and I got hit in the back. That's exciting for me. So... Mm I don't know. I wasn't really for me. If I'm going to pay twenty five dollars to see a movie anyway, mm. I would like to have booze and poutine brought to me. Fair enough. So
1: yeah, I, and I had a big regret where uh, the um, because the, the just the motion seats they've had for a little while. Yeah, and they had one for uh, like Blair the, Witch. The they had Blair the D box, right? Yeah, the yeah. D box, and the new Blair Witch was in D box, and oh, really? it only lasted a week because Blair Witch didn't do well. I didn't get to go and I deeply regret it because that was the last like 20 minutes of Blair Witch is all point of view and all like running through uh, so it would actually like work as a ride yeah it'd be perfect and I heard the guys Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett who wrote and directed uh, respectively uh, wrote and directed Blair Witch they actually like went to the D-Box and like helped design it so it would work and they said the D-Box people were like man, not only is, has no one from a studio ever approved our work before, we have never talked to a filmmaker who's been <laughs> responsible ever. So, um, yeah. So that was probably pretty good. But alas, it only lasted a week and no one cared other than me.
0: Yeah, this was a whole theater of motion seats. And yeah, things, totally. I actually like motion rides, like yeah. the motion theater yeah, rides. me too. But this is just... It's too because you're trying to enjoy a movie. So you're well, trying yeah. to eat and you're trying to drink and you're trying to just enjoy it. And yeah. then it was in 3D. So yeah, if you're yeah. constantly wiggling around, the 3D starts 3D messing up. And, and, and the
1: movie like, wasn't designed to be a ride either, right? No. That's like, the other thing. Like, and then
0: sometimes it just vibrates and you're not like, oh, why is it vibrating? It's because it has nothing else to do right. with it is. Lame. And they're uncomfortable. The seats are actually uncomfortable.
1: That's a shame. So no good. You don't re- recommend it I one don't
0: way. really recommend it. That's Maybe a real if shame. you're doing something like when it's designed for this might actually be better. I
1: feel like if they made like a 20 minute thing that was actually designed for that, that would be kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Throw it in like they did with Blair Witch. Okay. That makes sense to me, but yeah, yeah, doing a whole Marvel movie, it's like, eh. it seems unnecessary.
1: It's not relaxing whatsoever. All right. Well, good to hear that. That's not great. Okay. Bummer. All right. Next up now opening in 4d this week, (laughs) uh, fantastic beasts and where to find them. The, uh, a uh, spin-off series of Harry Potter.
0: I won't be seeing that in 4D. No. Booze and poutine.
1: No, fair enough. Um, so, yeah. So, this is, uh, yeah, obviously, we got eight Harry Potter movies, and you think that's enough? But, nope. no, definitely not. There's money to be made. So, they called up JK. We need at least and seven more. said, what you got? And she said, how about five more? And they were it's like, when mo- can oh, you God. start? And it's five like, more? And like, now. So, here we are.
0: Well, because they already had the book in the in the universe. Yeah, but the universe. book wasn't
1: the book wasn't uh, the book was like a textbook.
0: Yeah, it's a textbook, or it's written. Is a textbook, or is it written? Is in the movie? a textbook, and then there was one that was written like a stage play, but I think that was something else. No, 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 that's different. That's not this. Okay, because I knew with, it was a textbook.
1: That's with, uh, that's with the Harry Potter people. All right, the I Fantastic the, Beasts and Where to Find Them was a textbook. It's on, a textbook in office. the universe. Yes. I
0: didn't know if they actually sold it or not. Yeah, Did no, they? they sold it. So, like, I guess she already had the myth, like the mythology behind it. Yeah, but it that and stuff wasn't
1: like that, in any way related to what this. Oh, is. she actually wrote the script for this. Um, it's your first time writing a script. But it doesn't
0: link back properly to the other
1: movies in the oh, universe? That's what I'm trying to get at, Sorry, Mel. Sorry,
0: I'm trying to be. You complain no one listens to you, and now I'm trying to interact I know, with I know. you. I'm screwing with you. You want know, to do what he does? And just, I know. Yep, yep.
1: I know. I'm screwing with you, Mel. Um, no, so what. Uh, no, I understand your confusion. I was confused as well. So, yeah, no, it's. Um, the main character played by Eddie Redmayne is the guy that wrote the Fantastic Face and Where to Find Them textbook. The story takes place in the 20s in America. Um, where, uh, yeah, it's like this weird period where like, wow, overall um, the like magical world takes is has hidden itself from, from humans. Uh, mm-hmm. there are, there's a faction of humans that are aware and a faction of witches that are aware the humans are mm-hmm. aware and they're very bitter and angry against each other. And uh, with to and there's some like evil force going around screwing stuff up, and um, within that world, uh, Voldemort force actually isn't. It's a new bad guy. Oh. I'm assuming he'll be tied into Voldemort eventually, obviously. But well, how old is not Voldemort? Well, but yeah, it's the 20s, so he yeah. may be on, Voldemort may not even be around yet. Maybe like one of the early evil wizards that inspired him to be a great evil wizard. <laughs> um, but anywho. Uh, So yeah, into that world, um, Eddie Redmayne's character shows up, who is the author of the book Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them, and he has this uh, briefcase, magically enhanced briefcase that's filled with monsters from around the world, but unfortunately there's a little snafu at the airport, and a stupid human ends up with it, and he lets some monsters out. And essentially the movie is like a series of scenes of them catching different monsters around 20s New York, which is fun. Um, It's like Goosebumps, but with... Yeah, and it's sort of <laughs> lightly setting up a grander mythology. That's okay. the thing about it is that, like, um, with this being J.K. Rowling's first script, she still very much feels like a novelist, where her interests are primarily in world building and creating eccentric characters, and that stuff works. But there's not a lot of real like drive and plot for this particular one. It feels it feels like a pilot episode because there are four more movies to come, um, and but it sets things up well. Uh, Redman's really amusing as a kind of like borderline autistic nutty. Uh, wizard, professor monsters, wizard, a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and Catherine uh, Waterston plays a like, there's a almost like a men in black for wizards who go around trying to c- cover things up from humans and erase humans' memories from things they see. And then her sister plays a mind reader witch and she kind of has a mild love affair with a human. Um, and also Colin Farrell's jumping around uh, investigating the evil thing. And probably like the best was Samantha Morton. You guys know Samantha Morton?
0: Which She's been in, no. you'd
1: recognize her. She's in Minority Report. Oh. She played the like the psychic with the shaved head. Oh, in Minority Report. Um, she plays a like woman, a human who particularly hates witches, and she has a son who she abuses, played by Ezra Miller, who's also very creepy. And they seem like very compelling characters for future movies, but again, they're just kind of window dressing here. So, like, they're so my only like complaint with it is that, yeah, like, it, there's not a lot for this specific story that felt like, oh, I was so glad it was tell- told. But I do like what's been set up. It is an interesting world.
0: For future movies? For
1: future movies, definitely. The idea of it being in a, the, the American setting works quite well. Uh, the period thing's kind of cool. The characters are all very compelling. Um, obviously, with it being uh, a movie set within the Harry Potter universe, they had like unlimited dollars to spend on it. Is it, it. magical? It looks amazing. Is very magical. Um, and I had a good time with it. Uh, yeah. And so yeah, my only real complaints with it are yeah, like I said, too many times now. Uh, not too much and plot for this one. And also uh, David Yates directed it, who did the last four Harry Potter movies. So he knows how to do all this stuff and all these effects and everything, but it just kind of feels like those last four movies kind of samey, like kind of anyone could have directed it. And I think that's a shame because the best Harry Potter movie by far is Prisoner of Azkaban, which Alfonso Cuaron did and actually did some compelling, interesting visual things with a universe that demands such things. So I really, really hope in future outings that... (laughs) They get someone like Alfonso Cuarón to come in and mess stuff up and play around with it because it's such an imaginative world. It's a shame to have like essentially TV directors come in and do like really big, beautiful movies, but nothing that's like distinct. Because
0: I felt like the um, the Harry Potter lost a lot of the magic as the the series went on. because my favorite is the third one as well. Totally, I kind of feel like it lost some of it as it kept going. It just got
1: very samey. It was like a big machine. And this one has that feeling. But at the same time, at least it is a different period, different setting. There are different things within it. Yeah. I just do. It does have that kind of samey feel to it. And I hope that they don't let Yates do it again. But he's fine. He clearly knows what he's doing. It's just it's this just is okay. his fifth one of these. Like, someone let else. someone else get in there. So, yeah, good time. Could have been way worse as far as unnecessary spin off movies go. This is one of the best. Um, yeah, it's right up there with, I don't know, Annabelle. I don't know. Like, what's a good spin off movie?
0: Animal was better than the Conjuring movie.
1: I guess.
0: I guess. I wasn't a big fan of the Conjuring first one.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of spinoff movies that are good. Uh, I
0: don't think there are really any. There aren't really
1: a lot of spinoff movies, for that matter. No, Um, there's a
0: lot of spinoff TV shows that aren't good. Yep. There's a few good
1: ones. Yeah, there's a lot of rough spinoffs. But this isn't one. This is actually quite good. So, um, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Really recommend. Uh, What else did I see this week that I could talk about? Out. Let's check really now quickly. Now I feel like I need to
0: figure out there are more off movies and stuff.
1: It's having a hard time thinking of any. Some,
0: someone is yelling at the podcast saying, how can you forget this? And we can't think well, about it. There just it. aren't
1: really a lot of spin off movies. Like, what even really counts? Like, I mean, like, I guess you could call, like, all Marvel movies spin offs of Iron Man, I guess. I but guess. that doesn't even but feel quite right. It doesn't right. feel right, yeah. There aren't really, that doesn't really happen very often. Um. His all right. Catwoman is so, spinoff of Batman. Oh yeah, but that's that garbage. movie was horrible. That doesn't count. Um. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, other movies I saw this week. Ooh, I saw L. That's a good one. That's a new movie by Paul Verhoeven, who made uh, RoboCop and uh, Starship Troopers and Showgirls. Um, <laughs> and it's a um, the movie
0: that killed an entire rating.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a French film with Isabelle Huppert and can only be described as a rape revenge comedy. Um, It's really, really twisted.
0: Like ice put in your grave, but funny?
1: Kinda. It's really, really twisted. So, Isabel Hubbard, like the very first scene is her, like an assailant breaks into her apartment and rapes her. That's like how it starts. Um, And then she just kind of like gets up and cleans up and goes about her day like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. She works at a video game company, so she like encourages her employees to make it more sexually violent. Uh, Her mom like lives with a gigolo and she makes fun of him. She gives her kid a hard time for having a like, really domineering wife she's cheating on her best friend with her husband she's not a good person oh her father murdered some people back in as a child and he's and when she was a child and she may or may or not have been involved with that and he's about to come for parole so it's complicated time for her and the whole rape thing just kind of water off the back at that point um (laughs) and another (coughs) thing yeah just another thing but it's really really interesting is very very darkly comedic um obviously um, and but the, her character is fascinating because she's not a victim she is like kind of a sociopath and, oh yeah and she also fantasizes about the rape afterwards I so should mention that as well um, so it's really messed up as you'd expect from Paul Verhoeven he does perverse and messed up I found it really fascinating very funny very dark very strange Isabel Hubbard's amazing in it she plays a really really intriguingly evil and cold and closed-off character I haven't really seen anything quite like it before mm. and Verhoven really knows how to shoot a movie. It's really good to look at, really. And yeah, he has a really, he, does, he always does a really good job of sort of like, there's a movie that exists on the surface and then another movie beneath that where it's exploring a lot of other more complicated things, which this certainly does. And what's it, it
0: called?
1: It's called L. Okay. Like
2: and E-L-L-E? Exactly. Okay.
1: It's a French film. Um, Ooh, so,
2: French film. Really?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, if you like Verhoeven or you like kind of challenging, very twisted uh, thriller comedies, I can't recommend it enough. And then the other one I'll talk about is a teen movie. So
0: it's a French movie, but it's in the theaters?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, they do that.
0: I know, they just don't do
2: that often. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, track. they do. I
1: just don't normally talk about foreign films. Um, it's just like Paul Verhoeven made one, so it's appropriate for our crowd. Um, and uh, yeah, and then the other one I'll talk about is The Edge of Seventeen, a teen uh, movie that came out this week that I quite liked um, with Haley Steinfeld, who was in... Um, Uh, true Grit, and she plays a really uh, pithy sarcastic self-destructive teenager who's going through a hard time Um, and uh, Woody Harrelson plays her very deadpan uh, teacher who kind of like offers no advice but is her only friend and I just found it very very funny very very insightful very very sweet in a way that these movies normally aren't it actually felt like the main character in particular felt really compelling and really interesting in a way I hadn't seen before. Eventually it kind of gets a bit sappy towards the end, but if you are a fan of stuff like, I don't know, like Welcome to the Dollhouse or Ghost World or Sixteen Candles or that kind of like awkward, uncomfortable high school thing, um, it's actually a really, really good one and I really recommend it because there aren't many good ones. They normally suck.
0: Thank you, Phil.
1: No problem, Mel. I think
0: I've seen Welcome to the House, but I don't remember it. Welcome
1: to the House is amazing really good
0: I think I watched Ghost World too I also don't remember it
1: I don't know I, I find it hard to believe you saw Ghost World and didn't remember it I feel like you either like didn't see it or do remember it? Yeah, <laughs> only one maybe I've seen a trailer
0: because I know the name is very
2: familiar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's just, it's very much a movie that you would love and you should see it because you'd love it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You should.
0: And you haven't been playing anything. I've
1: played a goddamn thing.
0: All right. Cody has been playing I, However, stuff been We're going to hear from Cody again, who's been quiet for like the last 20 minutes. I was minutes. just
3: letting him do his thing. I didn't want to <laughs> You're interject. allowed to talk,
1: Cody. You always should. I'd He's
0: afraid because if you try, he didn't interact with you. You just yell at him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not always. Sometimes I make fun of him. Yeah. You
0: can either get yelled, yelled at or upload. made fun of. Cody. He's <laughs> also
3: uploading a picture of my dog too. So I was listening and just being like, "This is this is good, good conversation that I don't have to be part of right now." <laughs> uploading your dog to what? Uh, someone posted a, pi- a picture saying, "Please post a picture of your dog on Facebook." So I was to like, "You or just anybody?" No, like, it's like anyone. Covered. So I like, I went to go post a picture of my dog, and uh, because I dropped my phone. Right. I uh, I had to go to my Instagram.
0: Cody's not like good with technology.
3: Out. Yeah, so I'm using the HTC 10, which you can read the review soon-ish, maybe. Yep. Anyway, uh, so I played a bunch of oh, games. Let's oh, start on. with uh, first thing I'm gonna say, because I can't talk a lot about it. A lot about it. I'll probably talk about it when it comes out. I uh, Got my hands on Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15 for a little 15, bit. Oh. The preview. Final can't Fantasy talk about 15. any. Story points, so not going to. So
0: it's pretty. That's all you can say. It's
3: pretty and it's fun and I like it. Is
0: that wedding dress pretty? Oh, yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: That game? Pretty game. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I really liked it. I had, they gave me 90 minutes with it and I got closer to two hours. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, hey, I mean, if no one was stopping me, <laughs> I was going to keep going. Fair enough. Uh, I also got to. Um, Actually, I want to take a quick shout out. When we were at MIGS, I found uh, this little studio that uh, they were showing off a game called Dreadnautical, mm-hmm. and uh, it started off as a... Um, how do you describe it? Like, like it was going to be a board game. Then they decided to develop into like an actual video game, and they turned it into more of like a roguelike. So it's like a grid, mm-hmm. um, and you have a certain amount of moves each turn, and uh, the enemies has a certain amount of moves each turn, mm-hmm. and um, you have to. Destroy the enemies, build relationships with uh, the the people on the ship mm-hmm. that you're on, and um, depending on how you treat people, the ship gets better or worse, mm-hmm. and people remember what you do, um, and every day when you think you're getting to the end, it's kind of like uh, Groundhog Day, yeah. like you start back from the beginning, Um but people remember what you did. It's kind of right. cool. It's really, like, Lovecraftian. Uh, it wasn't finished. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say too much about it, because when it comes out, I want to, like, talk about it some more. But uh, it, it was really, really fun. I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, and I got to play Pokemon Sun. Oh, how was it? Uh, it was fun. It was actually really fun. Um, yeah. I was really surprised with uh, how different everything was. Pokemon, for me, has... Uh, has been very samey. It has not mm-hmm. changed for a very long time. And The first big change in the series was really, uh, well, I guess you can make an argument when they brought in uh, EXP share. Uh, that was a big deal. That mm-hmm. was um, it's like an add-on that like lets you share your EXP across your whole team so that gotcha. you don't have to. Uh, one of the big things with Pokemon was you have to grind each and every character. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. if they were underpowered, you would just like throw them out and then take them out and put a more powerful guy yeah, in yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, EXP share fixed a lot of things, but then the next big uh, step forward was actually going to 3d instead of the top down right um this one it looks like they just took the whole formula and threw it out the window nice so um you play as a young boy or girl you can pick uh you're going to a new island uh sort of based off of, like hawaii mm-hmm. and um yeah you go and you start your pokemon adventure uh you're supposed to fail your pokedex but uh, this one's a little bit different. There's a little more story. There's like actual cutscenes, which Pokemon's never really had. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a side story involving a, a girl and a Pokemon, and um, you don't actually go to gyms and battle gym leaders anymore. You uh, you go to each island and you complete things called trials, hmm. um, and there are these like commander kind of people that set up the trials for you. And uh, if you beat them, you get uh, something called a Z crystal instead of a badge, mm-hmm. and the Z Crystal is kind of like a thing that you can give a Pokemon to give them like a super charged move uh, of a certain type, but the Pokemon has to be able to use that type of move. So uh, the trials were really cool because they varied uh, a lot, so there was like, go here, fight this many Pokemon, and then you fight a something called a Totem Pokemon, which is mm-hmm. like a really big like boss battle, mm-hmm. uh, and that was really interesting. Uh, never really seen that before. And then after that, you have uh, like there's like puzzles to solve or something like that. Like each trial is different. So that like variety really added something different to uh, the series that I really needed. There are still some gym leaders mm-hmm. uh, like each island has a um, a leader that you fight after but um, it's not it's not quite the same but that's it's a good thing
0: but it still uh, feels like a pokemon game
3: yeah though that's the big thing is that, like they've changed a lot but they managed to keep it feeling like a pokemon game like you're not going to come in here and be like what is this this is all different mm-hmm. um, it still feels like a pokemon game it's just uh, if you've grown tired of I was say how the many formula, games have you been?
0: like 26 36 something yeah, crazy it's like that yeah has been something insane
3: now i have a friend that uh, he buys every he, well him and his sister they both they get both games that come out they can make every time mm-hmm. and uh, They get the every iteration that comes out, and when I was talking about the the Pokemon formula, they're like, "Well, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it." And I was like, "Well, it's not broken, but I mean, it's also twenty years old. It's it's very worn down." Mm Um, Yeah,
0: it's like 20 years old now.
3: So maybe I'm the minority of Pokemon fans. that's kind of like, you know what? Maybe it needs a bit of an upgrade, a little bit of a new paint (laughs) job. Mm -hmm. But uh, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Now, there were some issues. I was running on a regular 3DS, and uh, a new feature for the game is uh, Pokemon can actually call for help. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you encounter a Pokemon in the wild, they can actually call for someone to help you. Mm -hmm. The second a Pokemon calls for help my game started to chug like it could yeah, not yeah. handle it, and like wow. Pokemon's not super taxing on the 3ds, so I don't know what was going on, so but it couldn't do it. That's just a regular 3ds. Yeah, not so the- I didn't I didn't play it on a new 3ds, so it might just be a old 3ds problem, which that does happen with a lot of new 3ds games. Mm-hmm. I wonder
0: how that is on the 2ds. it has gotta be even worse. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm.
3: wouldn't even. Uh, but it was uh, definitely if if you if you've stepped away from Pokemon for a little bit because you you're sick of paying. You know, forty four ninety nine every few years for it's essentially, not even, essentially years the like, same game. Did
0: uh X and Y come
3: out last year? XY came out two or years ago and then last year. All kinds of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire yeah. came out, but those were remakes of old games. Still so like, that, that yeah, Pokemon if you're crazy. if you're getting sick of you know buying the same game every year, uh this would definitely be an upgrade for you. Like there's so much I could go into about like uh, you can actually, like, ride Pokemon on land now. That's something that you couldn't do before. Like, it was always water or air, but this one lets you actually, you get the first, you get to choose a bunch of different ones, but um, I think, at least, I didn't get super far into the game, but um, you, I, I got, like, a Tauros right off the bat that there's a giant bull that you can ride. Like those, so guys,
0: cool. those games are, like, super long.
3: They're big games. Now, they, they do suffer from a lot of...
0: Uh, Repetitiveness? The
3: big thing about JRPGs that makes them great is that they're big, epic adventures mm. that, like, uh, you can do anything you go anywhere uh, Pokemon is always very linear mm-hmm. and you can't explore a lot it's you go on your route and you go the route takes you to the place uh, there's like a patch where you catch Pokemon and then a strip where you fight trainers and then you go to your place you do your thing and then mm-hmm. you leave uh, that's still very prevalent and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon I always but hated
0: that I would c- run into too many Pokemon trying to get from one place to another <laughs> and it was always the same bloody yeah well that's Pokemon. the thing
3: you need to do that because you need to upgrade your Pokemon that's the you have to level them up um i i don't know i i I really liked it uh they had a slew of new pokemon that they introduced um,
0: they actually look like something Pokemon-ish and not a yeah, key ring my favorite is my absolute like <laughs> bane of my existence yeah. you made a key ring into a Pokemon or the chandelier so, yeah, someone just looked around their desk and was like there's uh, literally, uh, my there's keys a, there's a
3: Pokemon that's like a pile of trash like that's what it is what's call it called Trashmo I, I don't remember I just, I just know there's a Pokemon that is was it
2: named Oscar it I, named I really Oscar.
3: like the design on a lot of the new Pokemon the starters are all uh, the starters don't look that great um, but uh, I really liked um, I like. I don't know if this is, like, part of the embargo, but, like, they've announced the Pokemon, so I feel like I can talk about it. I'm not going to talk about what it can do. Like, everyone knows the Pokemon exists, so uh, I personally, when they announced it, Mimikyu uh, is probably my favorite new Pokemon ever. He looks like... Does he look cool? Yeah, he looks like Tim Burton like Tim Burton drum. Oh, drum. There's a Pikachu, but like,
0: yeah, yeah. I saw the yeah. picture. He's kind of cute.
3: Uh, like stuff like that. Like, that's really cool. I like that. Well, um,
0: that's weird because I've noticed that, um, and Chelsea and I were talking about this, the campaign, like the marketing for Pokemon has been so interesting. Cause if you follow it, you will already know everything that happens in the pokemon game without having to play it yeah but you don't have to because like i even logged on the other day to the nintendo's youtube and i saw that they had a video of the final evolutions of the starter pokemon yeah. which i thought isn't that something that people want to find out by themselves but apparently like people just go on and look at well, that I stuff mean, and if learn you the look story at,
3: if you look at the embargo information we got they probably don't but i don't know what's going on yeah, with that um but yeah no i really liked it uh i gave it an eight out of ten and um it's, it's the best Pokemon game I've played in a very long time, and I've, I've stood by uh, Yellow being my favorite for the longest time, and now um, that whole idea is flipped on its, on its head.
0: Did you play Pokemon Uranium when you had the chance?
3: No, I didn't uh, because I, I have a Mac and it didn't work. All
0: right. We should ask Lola what he thinks when he, he's getting Pokemon Moon.
3: Yeah, well, this is the thing. I wanted Moon. The, the, we the, got the legendary something. Pokemon that's in Moon <laughs> is like a space bat, and well, that looks I'm so much sorry, cooler than Cody, a solar. sorry, Cody, that lion. you get other games. Um, so I'm not upset. <laughs> I just wanted the Space Bat. So I'm probably going to buy Pokemon Moon.
0: You can let us know what the difference is between Sun and Moon. One's dark. And one's That's light. the thing. <laughs> so I always think that the difference is just the Pokemon involved. But someone was trying to tell me that there's more. There are some this time.
3: Uh, environmental changes at the big one. So uh, Pokemon Sun, yeah. like they do have um, night and day in Pokemon Sun, uh, but I think the daytime is longer.
0: I know in, in Moon it starts twelve. The game starts twelve or twelve hours later. Yeah, Pokemon Moon but starts. a little bit Isn't later. that just the only di- like that? And the Pokemon are going to be the only difference. Isn't I think, the rest of the story and Moon stuff. Moon is supposed be to be a same? little
3: bit darker too, like in terms of just like it's, it takes place more at night. I could be wrong though. I I don't know because um, I didn't play it. Uh, so I, I think you'll that was update what it us. Was. us yeah, in sure. a couple of weeks. If I buy it, I want to buy it. I don't know if I'm going to. But if
0: you don't get trampled to death uh, in Black Friday sales. So looking... Mm-hmm. It's
3: your, to that that's your other job but um
0: boys are you
3: I re- i I, <laughs> <laughs> I i i think um this is the Pokemon game that 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 we've needed for a really long time and I think Pokemon go had a lot to do with that it brought in a lot of new fans to the series and I think uh, game freak kind of they stepped their game up
0: so a good game for the holiday season
3: oh for sure yeah that's gonna be it's it's gonna be the biggest seller on the 3ds regardless but um you know if you're if you're interested in Pokemon, this is the time to do it. If you're just a, a fan of Pokemon, you're gonna like it because you like it. And you know, if you want to play an RPG and you're a little scared, this is a Pokemon's the best franchise to get into because yes. it's uh, <clears throat> it can introduce you to a lot of RPG the, tropes, but also be simple enough that you can get into it. Yeah, it it's I quite as intense yeah. and
1: life sucky. Exactly. I hate
0: RPGs. I'm not a fan just because it is like like I don't like running around. Yeah. And I've said this many times. I don't mm. like it. I w- I will play Pokemon and I will play Kingdom Hearts. So if you want to get into like, RPGs
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but
0: no, because Kingdom Hearts isn't like it is running around, but not like Final Fantasy running around. That's true. Yeah. Not like Zelda running around.
3: Love, uh, that's the thing, though. Like, so I so think fun. there's something to be said for um, the downtime in games. Like, not every game needs to be constant action. And that's what RPGs do so great is like there are times where it's a little boring and that's good. Like, that's the for atmosphere you. building. And,
0: um. I don't real time half an hour and cross a plane somewhere yeah. of it depends nothingness. On how
1: much. Like I'm cool with a couple minutes of downtime. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't like half an hour of Yeah. We don't want a slow meandering walk. I can <laughs> exactly. Do that on my own. I can do that in real life. Yeah. I don't
0: want to play walk simulator.
1: I'll teach you, own. I'm, I'm Exactly.
3: There's there's different uh, types of play styles. I used to be very into it has to be action oriented or else I just I can't focus on it, but I've I've begun begin to appreciate Downtime in games.
0: You're maturing, Cody? Yeah. It's because you don't get downtime in Cody. real life. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is why.
3: <laughs> is that all but, you've played? Um, I mean, I got to do the demo for um, the same place where I played Final Fantasy. Ooh, I, yeah. I, got, I did a demo for the HD remake of Kingdom Hearts. Not Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, it was 2.8, not Dream Drop Distance, the other one. I can't remember which one it was. It's not
0: a Birth by Sleep or 300 and... Yeah, it was Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep? I think it was.
3: One second, I have my notes here. Uh,
0: it's Birth by Sleep. There's whatever amount of days, but I think that was the first one I did, 1.5. One second,
3: I'll grab my notes. I wasn't expecting to really There's quite a few Kingdom Hearts games. I don't, I also don't have like, my embargo information with me, so I don't want to, like...
0: He doesn't want to get in trouble.
3: Yeah, I don't want to get blacklisted, but... <laughs> um, Birth by Sleep, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, like
0: I said, I like Kingdom Hearts.
3: <laughs> I liked it. Uh, it definitely looks better than it used to. Because it's an HD. I was going to say, because it's nice,
0: because they're releasing the handhelds onto the, yeah. the
3: console. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I did have. Like, it's frustrating. There were a lot of um, targeting issues. Um, just things like that. With that being said, the, the section I played was like a. Uh, it was this beautiful it was like a city that was like getting destroyed but it was all like stuck stopped in time. Um it was uh definitely an aesthetic that I could I could get into.
0: Kingdom Hearts is really nice.
3: Kingdom Hearts is definitely I Okay, so I didn't have a PS2 growing up. Me neither. I uh I I I didn't I missed out on Kingdom Hearts. I
0: had a PS1 that was modded when I was like 17 and I jumped <laughs> from that to a PS3 and just skipped.
3: And I I've, I've since I've since gone back and played them and uh the thing is, like, going back to that era of gaming, there's a lot of just stuff that doesn't hold up that's really hard to go back and play now. But uh, I, I understand that in that time period, those were great games, and I can't knock it on that.
0: They were. I spent a lot of my college years playing. Caden Hearts for my friend's PS2 yeah, in, there her, you go. in her dorm room. <laughs> that's what you do, kids. You don't go to school. You play video games. Pretty much. Higher education. Well, that's it for this week. Be sure to check out com for Cody's full review of Pokemon Sun, Phil's full review of Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have some contests running right now for War Dogs.
1: Right. That's a good one.
0: War Dog DVDs and Ghost in the Shell Codes. Uh, First standalone complex, first assault. Something really, really, That's a first-person shooter, isn't it? It is? Yeah. Brendan's not helping me, and he's the one who played.
2: Mm -hmm. FPS? It goes in
0: a shell.
3: He put a thumbs up saying Uh, yeah, but he kind of like tilts his head back and forth. He wasn't entirely sure either. (laughs)
2: It's
0: some (laughs) kind of
3: shooter of some sort, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, thumbs (laughs) up. Some sort of multiplayer shooter, I believe. Online, yes. So we have codes for not for the game, because I believe the game is actually free or something. It's actually to help uh, expand your game. It's got packs of stuff to help you win. Help you win. So make sure you check out CG Mega online for that.
3: Make enemies more dead.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can check us out on Twitter at CG Meg online. Phil?
1: At that Phil Brown.
0: Make sure you follow Phil. He'll be visiting his family soon for Christmas, which is always great. <laughs> the best a great... tweets. The best, best tweets. tweets. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> Everyone gather around and listen to Phil tweet about having to see his family for Christmas. You should be happy. People are paying attention to your I'm glad tweet.
1: people like that part. Yeah, that's nice. That,
0: that, well, you, you tweeted it for a reason, right? You wanted us to yeah, enjoy, enjoy your misery?
1: Stuff. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and Cody, your Twitter?
3: Uh, co- at Cody underscore Orm
0: If you're a sex bot, please follow Cody
3: Yeah, for sure
0: Brendan is bfry26 and I'm kicks in chaos K-I-X-X-E-N chaos Cody, where else can you find us?
3: Uh, you can find us at Google Plus Yes That's uh, Google with the plus sign Comics <laughs> Gaming Magazine Is there a CG Mag online?
0: CG make online CG
3: Mag online I was close, it was one of the two <laughs> <laughs> uh we also are in Chapters in Indigo with our physical magazine. Yeah. Uh we also have a digital edition that you can get right from our website at dot com. Mm-hmm. Or you can also get it at Magster Pocket Mags, iTunes, etc.
1: hmm All that good stuff. And Is Facebook. Anything
3: oh I thought you said Facebook. No, Sorry, said Facebook dot com slash yep. comics gaming magazine. You can you can find our stuff there too and I don't know, maybe I'll if you that, comment well on something I can Comment back at you, and we can talk.
0: Yeah, or go on to Cody's uh, coders. Yeah. Coders, <laughs> coders. Go on to Cody's Twitter and argue with him about whatever he's
2: talking.
3: Yeah, about. there you go. I he like to, to. My whole new thing is like calling out people on Twitter. Uh, specifically, uh, I'm not going to say who. No, just uh, but for a just, surprise. Just, yeah, visit you, his you should just follow me on Twitter and watch me. Uh, I, I want this person to respond to me eventually, so we'll see what happens. But uh, also. Don't forget to donate to our stream against hunger.
0: Yes, we're doing uh, a live streaming charity event next weekend, the 26th, where you can join us and watch on Twitch while we stream to stream against hunger. Yeah. Yeah. Donate, mm-hmm. please help us out because right now uh, all donations donated are being matched by Republic of Tea T E A. So if you donate ten bucks, they'll donate ten bucks. Help us. So save really, you're lives. donating like twenty bucks. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you feel pretty good about yourself now, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, like you did your part.
0: And you helped save some lives of some there kids. There
3: you go. Anyway, so. thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.